Sports Radio 929 the Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. It is May 7th. It's a Sunday morning, and as always, we thank you, thank you, thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. Good morning, Georgia! Morning. And a good morning, you folks in Decula. In Decula. In Decula. Some of the, the other Falcons. Okay, how they doing? They're the Falcons. The Falcons are always doing good, man. They're doing great. Great up that way. Going up 316 on your way to Athens to make the left turn to Decula and go right down right down to the school. Okay. The folk out there. Yeah, man. You know what? I had Max play this. Yeah, why is that? Okay, 99 Luft Balloons. You mm-hmm. had the American version, but the, the the original version is in German. They're German band, right? It got me thinking about because I was driving in today, and we were just talking about other interviews that we have that are on our site on 929thegame.com. And I was just thinking about, I, I had a couple people ask me about the Gary Stoken interview we had last week, and I did not know his connection to Michael Jordan yeah. and yeah. the famous, you know, well, the movie that's out right now, but his decision to go with Nike versus Adidas. And Gary Stoken worked at Adidas. He was the he was the agent who was dealing with the Jordan family. And Michael specifically got a friendship going with this dude. And the decision was made, Michael was this close. Everybody knows the story. He wanted to go with Adidas. Mother told him, no, you're going to get on the plane and listen to them folks in Oregon yeah. at Nike and just do them courtesy. And then once he got out there, and, of course, the father was like, no, we're going with Nike. But the reason that became easier for them and there wasn't that much pressure from Adidas was because, as Gary told this story, and you need to hear the story, which is up on our site, it had to do with the parent company are the ones who put the kibosh on this thing. Yeah. And they were in Germany. So that's why we, they just didn't see it. They just they, they didn't see it. But imagine the tentacles of change that would have put out there that would have changed life as we know, especially the sports world. Think about those emblems that we watch on LeBron and everybody else is playing in the playoffs that may not be there. Yeah, yeah. just something to think about. Sam and Greg, yeah. Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game. That set a lot of stuff in motion. Ninety two nine The Game dot com. You said it. Uh, Terrell Thomas is going to join us. Speaking of basketball. Get us up on the uh, NBA playoffs. And then Max's World coming up for the end of the hour. Not only let us know what's going on with the two fights that took place yesterday, UFC and a boxing match, Canelo Alvarez box, but if he has time, he's going to purposely scare us as he warns us about the <laughs> artificial intelligence and how it's going to weave its way into mm, our world and mm. what we should be scared about. And that's always good radio. So that's, <laughs> that's coming up later on. In the meantime, Mr. Crenshaw, the floor is yours. What's going on locally? Uh, locally, there's a where do we start? Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening as the school year winds down. And once again, congratulations to all of the graduates. Uh, the commencement services uh, taking place at the different campuses around there. We talked about Georgia Tech yesterday, and you know, you win, you 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 uh, kick the winning field goal, the Super Bowl. You get to come back, and Buckner was the speaker at one of the commencement exercises over at Georgia Tech. I understand up at Tennessee State. I think Oprah was there yesterday. I think she was a speaker up there. You know, she's a Tennessee State grad. And so uh, I think she You know, of all the things I knew about Oprah, I didn't know that that's where she went to school. Yeah, Tennessee I always State. put her in Baltimore. I know that's where she worked, but for mm-hmm. whatever reason, I put her there and in Mississippi. Didn't she mm-hmm. grow up in Mississippi? Grew up in Mississippi. So I'm thinking that she was. Yeah, but she's Tennessee State grad. She came back and she, I'm, I'm sure she left some type of check. We <laughs> 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 don't know what all they, what they're going to do with it, but I'm, I'm sure she came back and spoke and probably left Hang some on a type second. of check. The, the speakers don't get paid. 
well, by the universities? They, they don't pay her. No, I understand that, but do they? Well, they but some, some, some do. Some it, it depends. You're going to get so and so to come and speak on, there. Yeah, if you get you're somebody, them, right? you get somebody to come in, you know, a, a vice president or a senator or some head of something. They got to make a donation because she's probably written checks already. It ain't oh, just I'm because sure. of this. So yeah, yeah. if they got money from Oprah, they've been getting. They got that a while ago. <laughs> So you're gonna have her come and do this commencement speech. She gotta get. She gotta get something taken care of. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Send some money to them kids down at that school in Africa. Something. Maybe so. Let me do that. But I, but I think she comes back. She knows the school maybe has some needs, and she's probably addressed something uh, for the students there. So that's that's happening. Graduate. Speaking of HBCUs, and you mentioned his brother earlier. You know, we mentioned Walter Payton. Right. Uh, his brother Eddie Payton also played the National Football League, but after he retired. He became the golf coach at Jackson State. That's strange. I remember, yeah. The, All right. I have to remember that because you just don't, you don't think about that the, being the case. The PGA Champions Tour is in town, and we haven't mentioned them. That's, that's for the over 50. They're playing up at Sugarloaf. They make their annual stop up there. And uh, Stephen Ames is a leader, but if you look at the leaderboard, you see games like David Toms, there's Ernie Els, there's Bernard Langer, there's Steve Stricker, and there's Timothy O'Neill. Timothy O'Neill is a – a heartbreaking story, really, but a great story because he played at Jackson State for Eddie Payton. His team was the first HBCU Division One team to qualify for an NCAA regional during the time that he played there. He's been a heartbreaking because he has tried for years through Q School to get his tour card to play for the tour. And there were several years where he came down like to the last person that, that didn't get on. He's had you know, sponsors exemptions and invited to play in a number of events and played on some of the lower tours. Well, he's turned 50 and he is now playing on the, uh, on the champions tour, not the seniors tour. What's the, what's the same. That's what they call okay. it. They call it champions tour. Now they're over 50 and he is at seven under par right there with, you know, Steve Stricker and, and Lee Jansen. And so he's got on a leaderboard. And, and so that's the thing about this tour. Guys can keep themselves together, healthy, to get the 50, they get to go out and maybe make some of the cash they missed out on on the regular tour as guys that people know come on to that tour. Remember, when they started it, Nicholas swore he'd never play it. Right. You know, in the end, he did. He did. Yeah. And, and, and when those guys come out, right now they're hoping that some kind of way Tiger can preserve himself till he's 50 years old and come out because the cash money will go up. Oh, it, it, with, listen, with, with it's, it's there already, some of these you know, guys. It's sort of trickled in. Yeah, it is. You know, over the years, some of the favorites have gotten Fred on Fred Couples is up Fred there. Couples, you right. got some big, you got some big names playing. And on the so with stuff. those guys, the cash goes up. And, and to me, those guys have their money. Right. They just don't want to compete. But, I mean, for guys who maybe didn't get it on the regular tour, if you keep yourself in, you know, condition – you can go out and get it. So good luck to, to Tim uh, Tim O'Neill. He's like a, he's out there. They playing the final round today out of TPC Sugarloaf. He's at seven under par. He got rounds of sixty nine and sixty eight. So that is cool to talk about him. High school wise, um, baseball championships. We're a couple of weeks away. Uh, the semifinals are all set in Class Seven A. It's going to be Mill Creek against Parkview and Lowndes against North Paulding. In Six A, it will be River Ridge. Against Pope, Pope beat Pitt, Tiff County. They they sent they beat Tiff. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that, like, that, uh, it took me a second, but I, now I feel like thank you, Sam. That was good. I knew you gonna go like that. Uh, uh, Houston County. Congratulations, at, at Pope High School. See that you said about Pope, and plus they let you have the the. Well, that's what I'm thinking about. Office, right? I got to sit in his office against that place that give me two tickets. I don't want nothing to do with. Hey, there we go. There we go. Five uh, A. We're trying to still decide it between McIntosh and Winder. I think they got one more game. They got a third game to play and for theirs, but they'll, the winner will play Centennial. 
and that's going on for the 4A, for the 5A championship. In the 4A division, we still got that one. LaGrange is going to get either Ware County, Wayne County, or Lovett against Stars Mill to play against North Oconee for the, uh, to get advanced to the championship. That These are semifinals coming up next week. 3A, Harlem against Pike County. Uh, Savannah Christians playing Oconee County. And Columbus against Ringgold to see who makes it into the semifinal for the 3A. For the 2A, Mount Perrin will take on our Fellowship Christian. North Cobb Christian will take on either Appling or Redan. Um, we don't know which one they'll face yet for that one. Single A Division Two. you will have, let me see, we're still trying to figure that one out. ECI, Towns County, Wilcox County, Shelly County, Schley County, uh, Bowden, McIntosh Academy, Washington, Wilkeson, Charlton County. They're all still alive with chances to play for their championship. And that. And in the uh, 1A Division, we got Social Circle. Watch out for them. Blackley County, uh, Kings Ridge, Irwin County, got Metter. Prince Avenue, Christian, Heard County, and Darlington. Those are the teams that are still in it for the state baseball championship. And like I said, that goes right down through next week. Next weekend, of course, is Mother's Day weekend. Um, and so they'll play their games then. And then the next week, hopefully, if weather permits, you don't get weather that spoils things because you got teams that are traveling cross state. So, you know, you play one day, you play those two, and you need the third game. Can you come back the next day and play? Well, what if it rains the next day? You know, so that's that's the uh, that's the thing we're watching as we get closer to the championships for baseball. As we watch for on the twenty first, I think um, that weekend they will have the bass fishing state championships. And we've been, why are you laughing about that, man? Uh, no, I wasn't laughing at. It. I was just smiling. Why? why I was you, loudly smiling because that would be one of those events that we talked about earlier that some folks might want to go to, but I just never. They have crowds at those, right? Well, this, you, you, you can go and watch May yeah. 20 if they're going to be at Clarks Hill Lake. That's where they're going to do the, uh, the the finals this year. And so that's that's the um, – they've already been at Hartwell. <laughs> they've already been at Max Lake said he Oak. laughed too. Why? Well, What's why not? It's not? It wasn't an insult. It just makes you smile when you hear about bass fishing bass championships. Fishing, bass fishing championships. Right? What's guys right? out there. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> And they don't want you coming anywhere near them. You ever been to bass fishing tournament? Not on they, a they bet. Have, they, have, they, have a me, they have a media boat, but they don't want you to go anywhere near the people who are fishing. Because you're scared of fish. But they, well, they, well, they got that little spot, man, and they don't want you coming over there disturbing anything. They Look, found I, I, a I spot. Listen. You know, and they, they're like. Can't they argue with them. They don't want you coming anywhere near them. I, matter of fact. But here's they, the problem. What, the fish move. Max is just having but, a Because he's, he's laughing at the same thing I'm, I'm thinking. What? Because why would you set up. A, set up a tent in a spot, knowing that what you're trying to get is moving around underneath the water. Well, you know, there's a place where they've been hanging, though. You, you so you're not. Well, going, so what, how many people are out there, there just flying around, flying around, chasing it's, them? It's a lake. How many boats are out there in this in this championship? Do they do it individually? Is this like a go kart track where you just do one at a time? No, I think they're gonna. Be, you know, and, and the big part is the takeoff of any bass fishing championship. <laughs> okay. The Why takeoff. That, yeah. Okay, no, man, listen, I'm going to take when my they, glasses when they off launch, and listen when, to when, this. When, well, when they launch, that's, that's a big thing. I didn't know that all that's the boats, what they call. Yeah, they all launch at the same time. Is that like the Le Mans where the guys used to run across the street, kinda, jump in the car, kinda. and then they all take off? Well, they don't, they I used don't to run, love they, watching they that. They don't run to jump in the boat. They're already in the boat. They just okay. take off. Well, that'd be know. something. Yeah. And there's not much speed in those boats either, so... <laughs> <laughs> kind of like one of those with walkers well, a race. Well, I don't know. Some of them, some of the bass boats can get up, you know, because the idea is you're on a timer. You're not going to be out there all day. You got a certain, you got a certain amount of time. 
to go. And so you got to kind of know where you're going, really. I mean, if you get out there with a chance to, See, to this practice is, the day before. This you is where out. we need somebody. And there's people yelling at the radio right now, calling us all. Well, they're Street. calling me names. Greg Street. Greg Street ain't up at 714 no, no more. Sh- then call him. Hey, yeah. you got Greg Street's number there? I got Max? Greg Street's number. Greg, Greg Street's probably fishing give, somewhere. Give, give, give Max Greg Street's number, and if he's listening, to give us a call and straighten us out on what's going on with the starting flag or whatever you called it. What, what do they call it when they start the race? What? The, the launch. The launch. That's it. About the launch and all all the little nuances of bass fishing that we don't know, and that way Max and I won't snicker at it anymore when you start to describe it. There's nothing wrong with some education. I'm all with that. Give me some education about some events that I don't know anything about. Remember when we used to have Tracy on here, the, the outdoor enthusiast? Yeah. He'd talk about sitting up in a tree at dark 30 in the morning, right. waiting to do some some hunting. And, right. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. There's stuff that we need to learn. So, I, hey, if Greg Street's up, let us know what we need to know. We check what I'm missing. Yeah. Uh, but not next. We got we got to talk to a guy who actually spoke to some movie stars this past week, or at least a big movie that is hitting theaters. Terrell Thomas, NBA playoff entrepreneur, man about town. Realtor, too. So he is going to join us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. He's got his own walk-on music. Yeah, it does. is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 982.9thegame.com. Uh, on this Sunday morning, 7th day of May, we said hello to you folks in Tequila, starting off the hour. I want to clear up something here before we get our guest on here. Because I had mentioned this to you, and you guys kind of looked at me funny. It's been happening a lot this morning. You know, whether we're looking at you, Sam, funny, or you're looking at us, or wondering why we're laughing. and That's not the case. It's just okay. some interesting Interesting. Things have been unearthed. Unearthed. Yeah, unearthed this morning. And now my phone won't get me back to this place. So anyway, I mentioned earlier the longest road in the world. Right. And I told you it was the Pan American. And this is according to, um, well, I just cut off the name of the ranker. I got it there. But anyway, the Pan American route. And And I asked if they had a song about it. Yeah, you asked me if they had that. That's not what I'm going to enlighten you to here. It, it, It connects Alaska and the United States to the land of fire in the south of Argentina, finding different landscapes, deserts, mountains, jungles, and crosses 14 countries. Canada, United States, Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, um, U.S., Costa Rica, Panama, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, Chile, and Argentina. There you go. I want to you know, complete that thought. There you go. Insignificant right. information. Okay. The longest road in the world. Terrell, good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I have to ask you before we get into basketball, and I've been teasing this all morning long, how did you land yourself interviewing the folks from Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Oh, uh, well, um, I always, you know, and not to sound generic or whatever, but I, I always attribute a lot of things to the, to God and the blessings of what He's aligning my career with. Um, for some time outside the sports world, that's kind of been my niche, doing things in music and entertainment and interviewing different artists and uh, having opportunities to interview a bunch of different actors. Uh, so I've been 
I've had the opportunity in the past to work with Disney and Marvel uh, for some of their films doing releases, especially with the with the kids and such. When they have kids' films, take the kids to go. Um, and typically nowadays, my daughter will do a review online or something like that about the film and such from you know her preteen perspective. Uh, but for this film, they uh, selected a, a group of of media members, journalists, to who who they've worked with previously to kind of just uh, sit down with the new villain of the film and um, discover how he got his role and, and such. So they reached out to me and asked me would I be interested. I said, of course, we love Marvel here. At, at our, our family, we all love Marvel. And to me, I don't think a lot of people really understand. The Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the best series or trilogies in the whole Marvel collection, in my opinion. selling it now. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Wonderful soundtrack. For I mean, for those that wonderful soundtrack, they'll go from the 70s, 80s, 90s to now. Um, I've always loved the perspective on how the soundtrack is and just the storyline and how it all ties everything in. So, again, I was able to sit down with Chikuti, uh, the, the newest villain who plays the uh, the high evolutionary in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Say his name again. Three. Say his name. Chikuti. Okay. It was a second you you want part his last oh, the, the 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 high the high evolutionary that's it that's the villain's name no but how do you pronounce his last name you got Chaku and then you got Ayut man you slept on that part <laughs> Chakuti Ayut thank he you he said just call him Chuck <laughs> well why you should you buried the lead yourself ah <laughs> uh, nice <laughs> call him Chuck <laughs> nice nice folks we're spending time this morning yeah, very dope guy on the waitforit.com hotline with Terrell Thomas. He is social, as you can see. Yeah, he is. Uh, He's a he, renaissance man. You can follow him on Twitter at Eldorado2452 at Eldorado2452. Um, man, thoughts about what we saw last night as far as you know, basketball in the playoffs. And, and the Lakers seem to be, you know, for, for a team that we kind of gave up as dead in the water there, you know, in the mid midseason. Then they're looking awfully formidable and taking out the Warriors and making it look easy last night. Yeah, last night's game was, wasn't even much of a competition. And I, it, it, I guess it seems like this series will just be one big roller coaster and maybe we will get seven games from these teams. And Anthony Davis, I was actually uh, speaking with Max, give, him, give Max some love and a shout-out uh, you know, before actually getting on the air today. And when he does play well, they do look like a championship team. There's nothing, you know, I, I cannot deny that when it comes to the Lakers. When Anthony Davis plays well, they could possibly beat anyone. And when he struggles, they struggle. And, uh, you know, another good performance from him last night. The Warriors, you know, they've struggled all season on the road. So I also, will, you know, I'll, I'll – try to remember that as well like this this isn't an unusual performance from the Warriors on the road but LeBron and the guys the D'Angelo Russell he came out with a different fire in his eye it seemed like yesterday uh, so they were ready yesterday and as you mentioned we did kind of count them out earlier in the season but the postseason is a totally different game and I do believe some teams as we see the Warriors the Lakers shoot even the Miami Heat some some of these teams were just waiting for the postseason to truly reveal who they are and now that the big moment is here, some of these stars are really stepping up to the to the to the to the mark and trying to win a championship. Now, what you just said about the Lakers and Anthony Anthony Davis, what it seems to apply the same way with Phoenix. And I'm not talking about Chris Paul being out. You still have two all-time greats playing there on that team, and they seem to be struggling against Denver. They're up, they're up two to one, but they just don't look like the team we thought we were going to see during these playoffs. And again, even with Chris Paul out, because we always figure he's going to get hurt in the playoffs anyway. But what are your thoughts on what you've seen from Phoenix so far as they take on the uh, take on the Nuggets? 
Now, I was impressed game three. Games one and two, the Nuggets were so dominant, I was confused on what's going on. I do still believe, though, you know, and I know we have spoken on this several times, just how key chemistry really is in anything you do, any relationship, any job. And Kevin Durant still being so new on that team, I think those guys are still learning each other. Now, Durant and Booker do have a bit of a history together because they played together on Team, uh, team USA's most recent team in the Olympics. So they do know each other slightly. And I think that they've kind of just decided we need to go back to that type of type of gameplay. During the Olympics, Durant and Booker were two of the primary scorers, and they were putting up big numbers as uh, just like they did in Game Three. And I think if they want to get out of this series and get to the next round, that's what it's going to have to be. Durant's going to have to average some somewhere close to forty, and Devin Booker's going to have to average somewhere close between thirty-five and forty. Luckily for Phoenix fans, they're very capable of doing so. So uh, I, I was very disappointed in the performances of what I've seen from those two players, game one and two. But if they continue to play how they played in game three, this series may go seven as well. What's, what's, <laughs> that's what you laughing at? That one. Yeah, because we're talking out west. Talking out west, they're going to play tonight. Uh, eight o'clock is tip-off time. Eight o'clock Eastern Denver up 2-1 in that. Uh, Darrell, talk about the stuff in the east. And, and what do you make of this, you know, New York-Miami series that got – Downright physical last night. I mean, we we got a little altercation, if, if you will, in that one last night. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to make of the Knicks. I really haven't known what to make of them the entire season. If I'm all the way honest with you, and when you look at Miami, when you have a coach like Coach Spo, who we spoke on that gentleman this season, and just mm-hmm. with him and the culture in which him and Pat Riley have created in Miami, and when you have a player who fits that culture so well, like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Ooh, the sky's the limit for, the, for for those for those gentlemen. You know, I really didn't think they would get past Milwaukee. Injuries and such allowed that to happen. And now they have control of this series, you know, headed into game four in, in, um, in Miami. To me, they have control of this series. They only lost the game in which Jimmy Butler did not play. So, to me, that also says a lot. And, again, the Knicks, I just don't know who they are. I like Coach Tibbs. I think he's a hard-nosed coach. I've been impressed with Jalen Brunson, a guy that I watched him play a lot in college, being so he's a Villanova Wildcat. But where's Julius Randle? You know, where are some of these guys that perform well in the regular season? And granted, I know Randle's been hurt, you know, so he's not 100%. But again, this is the playoffs. Jimmy Butler's not 100% either, and he's finding a way to get it done. So I've been extremely impressed in the Miami Heat, extremely impressed in the Miami Heat. And uh, I won't I won't continue to count them out. I thought the Knicks were going to be able to take this series, but I'm not sure about that anymore. You know, I, I just don't know how to explain what's going on. And as you said, you don't know what's going on with the Knicks, but I don't know what's going on with Miami. All these teams that we talk about ascending through the playoffs, we mentioned two players at least, if not three. And by the way, I'm not done with this whole Phoenix thing because I, I think that's an indictment on Chris Paul. These guys start to win and excel without him. That says something about his presence. Again, there are times when one of the very good, if not great, players on a team, once they're out of the lineup for whatever reason, we saw this with, Mil- with Memphis for a minute when John Morant was out. You know, they, they found a way to play. We've seen it with Milwaukee, right? When, when Giannis was out, Middleton and them boys got it together. I just don't know and understand how these guys are making a deep run, meaning Miami, with just this one superstar. It's head-scratching. When teams, we we traditionally said you're going to have at least two and and probably three to get through here. Uh, why does Jimmy Butler carry a team, but LeBron can't when Anthony Davis is out? 
You know, I just don't want to, I think about that when that superstar is out. So having that little diatribe there, let me move on and stay in the Easter for a second. What is being said about our friend, all of our friends here, Doc Rivers, if Philadelphia trips and falls during this series and, and Boston moves on? You know, <laughs> after game one, I was ecstatic. You know, James Harden, 45 points, and B doesn't play. It looks like Doc Rivers is going to have the upper hand as far as a coaching perspective uh, throughout the series against Boston. And then games two and three, more so game two. Game two, uh, excuse me, uh, the Celtics came out and pretty much smacked the Sixers in the return of Joel Embiid, who had missed some time, so he was kind of getting his feet uh, back under him, no pun intended. Then game three, heading back to Philadelphia, Embiid wins his MVP, uh, or gets his trophy, rather, for the MVP. I thought the Sixers were going to have the upper hand in that game, and the Celtics find a way to win. Yep. Um, it's funny because I actually was speaking with a friend yesterday, and I, I we made the we were talking about the Sixers and Harden and Embiid, and not you know not comparing them to Kobe and Shaq, but still comparing them to Kobe and Shaq, and and speaking on the importance of coaching and how if, if Phil Jackson was here coaching Harden and Embiid, I just feel like we would see a completely different Sixer team, and they would be the front runners to win it all. And what is it about that combination that Doc Rivers hasn't been able to hone into to really get the best of those two players when they're on the floor together? Because we don't see the best of James Harden when Embiid is there. And Embiid will put up great numbers, uh, of, of course, when Harden's on the floor, but it just still doesn't seem like the aggressive uh, Embiid that I know I've come to love watching play over the years. And I, I hate to call for anyone's job. That's not my game plan oh, or in oh. any facet of life. But I do believe Philadelphia fans will begin to call for Doc Rivers' job if it's another early exit. Mm-hmm. They, they they continue to – I mean, even before his watch with Brett Brown and such, like when the Sixers get to the playoffs, their first or second round exits, and they have these quote-unquote phenomenal teams with such high expectations. That Trust you know, the process. I, I, Trust the he, process. He, he ain't gonna listen to that man. He's Trust from Philly. The process, he, no, no. They deal with emotion. They don't deal in fact. Trust the process, man. <laughs> That's I how mean, they we, do. The, the process. The process has been trusted up until this point. <laughs> Embiid has the MVP, so folks yeah. are really not going to want to hear, you know, any BS at this point because Bless they've up. been trusting the process for so long. <laughs> yeah, y'all got Ben Simmons out of there. That's what you wanted, really. You got him gone. Listen, I'm going to make a statement right now. As I was listening to Terrell, you tell me if this is fair or not. Given the amount, Doc Rivers in his career and the players he's had during his coaching career, I just thought about this. Doc Rivers is to the NBA what Dusty Baker is to to Major League Baseball. You think so? Um, Think about it for a second. One championship, but a ton of great players throughout their coaching career. And you know, even though Dusty just got his, but we had been saying what we're saying about Doc Rivers they're, 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 about they're Dusty in Orlando when he was pardon Orlando was that were they he was coach of the year when he was in Orlando. That was I think that was his first coaching job. I'm just saying yeah. when you think about the body of work and the players he has had, you would think he'd have more than one chip, just like Dusty. No, I, I totally agree with you there, and that's that's a that's a pretty nifty comparison in, in a way. They they both have in their respective fields. As you mentioned, had a, a lot of stars, all stars, mm-hmm. future Hall of Famers, and just haven't been able to get it done. Dusty, of, of course, unfortunately got it done this year and got the Phillies up out of here. But and, uh, and the only reason I'm not, was, and the only reason I'm not putting Bobby Cox in that category is because Bobby stayed with one team. 
Dusty and Doc have bounced around. And it may playoffs, but they've had great teams, great players as they have jumped around. That's that's the only reason I left Bobby. Oh, oh, Bobby's oh, just got the one. All three have Atlanta in common. They do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Hey, uh, Terrell, so who do you see coming out? Give, give us the winner of these series before we let you go here. So who is going to win? You think Boston's going to close this thing out against Philly, or are they going to come back and, I'm, and leave I'm your heart gonna, out I'm of it? Gonna go with, I'm still going to go with Philly. I really am. I'm still going to go with Philly. I expect a better performance from Hart and it, and – and and be and at the end of the day, I do just I feel like Doc Rivers has a coaching advantage, so I'm gonna still go with with uh, with, with Philly and Doc. Right. I'm gonna go with the Miami Heat again. I, I I started off with the Knicks, but I just have not been impressed with the Knicks. I do not see them turning it on, so I'm gonna go with the Heat. Uh, I still gotta go with the Warriors. I'm sorry, Max. I know the Lakers look good. I'm still going with the Warriors until I see them knocked out. I'm going with the Warriors. And I think Phoenix comes back against Denver. I've just never been a believer in Denver. Great team. Uh, I like the Joker. I really like Jamal Murray. But I think Phoenix ties it up today. And then I think in the best out of three, Phoenix will get it done. So I think we'll see a Phoenix Warriors, Durant versus Curry, Western Conference Finals. And then I think we'll see a Jimmy Butler versus Joel Embiid, those two best friends in the East. All right. Well, All when right. you get back here next week, if it ain't th- if it ain't like that, we're going to let you know. <laughs> uh, no, I'll be ready. <laughs> Terrell Thomas, these urban times, and and any hey, listen, real estate. He's 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 interviewing movie stars. No telling what he's gonna have for us next week when he comes up here. Uh, say hello to the kids, the family for us there, and have yourself a great rest of your weekend, Terrell. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Have a great week. Looking forward to speaking with you next weekend. You got All right, it. Thanks a lot, Terrell. Terrell Thomas, folks, let's make a, let's just position yourself, get yourself a new cup of coffee, and and take in everything you're about to hear. We are going into Max's world. Yes, there's a couple updates from fights that took place yesterday, but it's the artificial intelligence information that he is passing on to us to warn us about what's next. Yeah, Max's world. That's coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. You like that, Max? And Mr. Crenshaw back, just back. said, as soon as that target, he don't know nothing about that. <laughs> he don't know nothing about that song. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Do a little education. That's, no, it's just, just, just the marquees. And that's, uh, yeah, man. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad. Max, Max like why don't you bring your mic up a little bit so we can see you? Yeah, because you're kind of high. If I do that, like the sun will be directly in my eye. Well, you okay. can twist the things there and it won't be, but I got you. I'll come in there and help you out there in a little bit, there. But I say they're shut. I mean, no, no, I can see, I can see your blinds, but you got them tilted the wrong way. That way, they won't come in your eyes. But help what? out, man. You what? were just telling them something. No, you stopped telling them. No, it's fine. He, he, he has good taste. He, he liked that. That's, that's oh, yeah, I love that type of music. There we go. Yeah, but you didn't tell him the song, and you know what is like. My grandfather always had a. He played the trumpet. <laughs> <I can't saw. laughs> when you start off with my grandfather, Sam turned his head. No. He, he played the trumpet, and so I always used to have it under my uh, under my bed when I was young. Yeah. And then I would try to. I, didn't, I had no idea how to play it, but I'd act like I did. And uh, so I've always gravitated towards that. Did he kind have of those stuff. trumpet lips? Yeah, he had all the different pieces to it. I had no idea what the no, pieces do. He had trumpet lips. I, I'm gonna be honest trumpets, with you. I didn't. I didn't have different. You can lips. tell that they yeah. looks like wrestlers. They have cauliflower ears. People who play certain instruments. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. They have, they have, he has trumpet lips. I never observed. I was so young. I had. I didn't even know that was a thing. So I didn't even observe. Go back and look at old pictures of him. 
Before you, <laughs> before you get into your world, that was we, Mar- Marquis Last Night, the name of that song. I never forget the name of the post, forget the name of that one. We, um, we have to do something, Sam. Uh-oh, what do we have? Because we heard from our producer a while ago, we already kind of knew that. He wasn't going to be joining us in a couple weeks. Yeah. Right? He's going to be gone. Uh-huh. And he just sort of cavalierly, cavalierly glossed over why uh, he's not going to be here. Uh, and we're not going to allow that to happen. I appreciate that. Why Thank are you. you not going to be here with us in a couple weeks, Max? Tell well, our audience. Next Sunday, I will be driving down to Florida and graduating with my bachelor's. So I'm officially yeah. done. I'm retiring the jersey now. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's relatives the gone. Max is a nice college graduate. Yeah, you have it a feels title good. now. Yeah, it feels good. I know my mom's proud. She she's listens too, right? Yeah, she yeah she's yeah. always listening, and she critiques my English every time and writing. And, she says about Because she's a writer. So, yes, every time I finish with a certain word or I mispronounce something, she shoots me a text right away. Hey, you shouldn't have said it like that. And, well, feel free to have her... Yeah, you know, straighten me out too because I me can too. use some help. We will take that from mom. We'll do. We'll do. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited. It's an AS degree in broadcasting and then a bachelor's in business. So now I could just take there it. You easy. Go. There take you it go. There you go. What you gonna do with it? I'll probably get into fashion. I'm hanging out with you guys. <laughs> That's what yeah, I'm doing. Nobody with does it. what they <laughs> degree in. Oh uh, yeah, some. No, some he's gonna do. Some he's gonna. He's, he's on his way, man. Oh, he's gonna end up someplace else. Oh yeah, but but he's you know, we, you know, we, we're gonna be able to say that you know he's gonna have that office up there at the top of Google. You think so? Well, there's an opening right now, by the way. Oh, was, yeah, because AI. <laughs> there you go. Because and you already know that, man. And yeah. Dylan's right around the corner. Go check it out. It's nice and new. You know, every <laughs> yeah. time I drive into work, I think of that now. Yeah. Every time. The, I, the I color was it. blue this morning. The color was blue. It was blue at, 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 the, t- at the top of the Google building. So that was something that we had, had a lot of fun with, man. We always check the times with Max. Talk a little bit about the fight. Talk about Canelo. I think it would have been 11 years since he had fought in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So wow. Now, and yeah, not only is that a big for just him personally, but we talked about it yesterday. We're debating on who the face is, and then it's just these fights that kind of take for granted, like, oh, he's going to win that fight. People don't understand how hard that is to do, to just show up every night, deliver every time, expectations. And so he constantly lives up to that standard. He won last night, another big fight. We had Henry Cejudo last night for the UFC. Mm -hmm. Um, He lost. So he comes out of retirement, which he could have been the champ champ, went out on retirement. He found a reason to get back in, and he lost. And so that's kind of the risk of putting your legacy on the line there. So now he lost. And there's a guy, um, Sugar Sean O'Malley. He, he has crazy colored hair, tons of tattoos. He's a personality. He yeah. comes in there with a big red jacket. He takes his jacket off, and now he's trying to fight the winner, Aljamain Sterling, and now that's a big fight. So Dana White's over there just rubbing his hands. He's yeah, happy. Yeah, he's seeing the money, right? Yeah, absolutely perfect. And then um, I wanted to bring up an AI thing just for there, Greg. Adobe launches an AI image generator. You emailed this to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? which uh, lets users type to edit images. And I'm going to send you a link to it. So if you're looking at an image and you're like, well, I want it to snow, it can add snow to the image. It's just, wild. You just type it in? Yeah, nice. you just type in Not, see, what nice. you want to be edited to the image, and it automatically does it. Wow. Now, there are age Scary. restrictions? Do there, like, you could say something I'm looking, crazy? I'm looking at this. This, this is I'm going to send you the link on, um, on Instagram. I was going to text it to you. Uh, to watch the actual video because they j- obviously launched a demonstration and everything to it. And it's pretty wild. And so it's just something to look at, and we always talk about AI. Um, and then I know Terrell kind of hit you with a jab, and I was going to hit you guys with the cross. I was trying to come in nice and calm <laughs> and professional. <laughs> and I was like, but you know what? I took off my jacket. I was like, I have my notes. I was stacking my papers. And, guys, the Lakers, I was like, you know what? Let me be calm about this. Yeah. Go ahead. They were the 100-to-1 one odds. 
yeah. to win the championship this year. 100 to 1. No one had the Lakers winning. They were supposed to lose to Memphis. They were the underdogs. They were supposed to, to lose and tank to get the first round pick. That's there what we go. thought they Come were. Come on one now. And so now they're up 2 to 1 against the Golden State Warriors. They now have the third favorite title odds. I just wanted to throw that out there, you know, just, just to throw it That's not even my main point. I'm like, let me just make sure I address that. Three. Body shot. They now have the third favorite title odds. I think they beat Denver. I think the winner of this series comes out the West. I think either one of them beats Denver, which I believe does beat Phoenix, by the way. But I wanted to mention that, but I also wanted to shout out Rob Palenka because we keep talking about LeBron. We talk about Anthony Davis. Yeah. It's crazy Easy. to think about how he saved that season yeah. off of that one trade. Because now we talk about the depth. And that depth came from Rob Palenka. Rob Lowe did a great job there, and he did not succumb to pressure and didn't go out and get Kyrie. Yeah, which like, is what everybody thought was going to happen. It's the amount of depth. Hachimura, who doesn't get the credit he deserves, like he's outscored the Golden State Warriors bench by himself. Like he he's hitting every shot he's supposed to hit. Vanderbilt's defense, but I know we talked about the Lakers. I want to talk about Devin Booker, okay? Because Kevin Durant, we know what he's done. We know where he is all time. He's one of the best we've ever seen. Devin Booker is the first player since Michael Jordan to average 35 points per game in his first first eight games of the playoffs. Pretty wild. And he has three 40-plus point games this postseason. So I think we're seeing the emergence of the official best shooting guard in the league. Before, okay. I used to say it was Donovan Mitchell, but you just got bounced in the first round, and it wasn't like a seven-game grueling series. You only won one game. Devin Booker's been to a finals, but now I think this is going to be the start of his campaign of being that guy. And okay. we've seen him in the finals before. But now with this opportunity and this stage and the way Can he he's, do it without CP3? Yeah. I mean, I, I, think they, I think they lose, though. I do think they lose to Denver. I do. Uh, they just, they're just they so reliant on those two guys scoring 40. Like, that's just not a consistent way of winning. Like, Denver doesn't need only two guys to score 40. They have Michael Porter Jr. They have Jamal Murray. They have Jokic. They have Aaron Gordon. Like, it's just more sustainable. So I do think they lose this series – but I do think we're seeing the emergence, and I don't like to use the word superstar, but I do think we're seeing the emergence of a superstar. Like, we've known about him for a while. Right. But now I think he's going to break through. Okay. Okay. I would take that. I would take that for sure, this series. But yeah. You, you feel like it's going to be Denver and L.A.? I do. And I think L.A. beats them in six or seven. And then we're going to see a Lakers-Celtics really, finals. You really uh, just, like, drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah, <laughs> this Laker team. I mean, Listen, I mean, I just, oh, I just, I just. It's nice seeing him there, but I don't. I, I'm, I'm saying that I don't believe Anthony Davis is going to keep doing what he needs to do to get them into the finals, let alone win the finals. But I just don't see it. He's not shown us that before. When is the last time, other than his New Orleans years, that he stayed healthy? The bubble. But that was the bubble. That was the bubble. But yeah. listen, I, I told to your point, though, I told Terrell Thomas this on the phone. In odd number games, so like game ones, game three, game five, he's averaging 28 and 17, almost 18 rebounds, 17.8. In even number games, he's averaging 13 and 10. So you're not talking about like a li- couple points. He's averaging less than half of his point average and eight less rebounds. So odds are to say game four, they lose – if Anthony Davis continues this trend. But because the Warriors are such a bad road team right now, I have a weird feeling the Lakers win this in six. I could be completely wrong. Maybe go seven and Warriors win and they come back. Game This next game, I don't know. I feels even though they're up one, this could be like a must win for the Lakers because this could be the nail in the coffin. And I think LeBron sees a window of if we get past Golden State, I truly believe they could beat Denver. It seems like no one's really sold on Denver. And Phoenix doesn't have the depth. 
And so if they can get past this Golden State little push here, I think they can make it happen. Maybe maybe I am too happy on the Lakers. Maybe you I, are. <laughs> that's, that's okay. But that's their depth right. is crazy. Their depth is insane right now. All right. D-Lo yeah. had 20 in the first half. It's all clicking. Hachimura. He's, it's all clicking he's, right he's now. Try, he's, he's trying to sell it, and God bless him. You know? and, and all I'm saying is this. One of the things that we have talked about over the last 10-plus years is that it isn't um, um, as important for players to get in the big markets as it used to be because they can control, you know, their visibility. They can, right. you know, you wanted to be in those big cities to get, you know, sponsorship and, and, and do some other things extracurricular other than what you did as far as a living. But you don't have to be in New York, Chicago, L.A. anymore. Very right? true. Very true. And we have seen stars emerge from San Antonio and Milwaukee and other places. That seems to be the case when it comes to home court advantage, too. In, in, in basketball, at least this year, mm-hmm. who's got home court advantage? As the as the as the crickets overrun the studio, yeah. he, he doesn't see it anymore. And is that as important as it used to be? I'm asking. There are rabbit fans all over the place. You used to not want to go to a game in Boston or in in, in other cities because of their rabbit fan base. And that's the thing that makes people think Boston can't go all the way is that they've lost games at home. For this series, though, for the Lakers-Warriors, I'd say it matters just because of how bad the Warriors have been on the road. They've been bad on the road also. But, like, for example, yeah, the Boston series doesn't seem to really matter. But I mean, the fact that the, the Hawks went in there and beat them the way they did. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, that, that when Boston's right and Boston's going to win it, that doesn't happen. My but, question overall is, is we sit here in 2023, if we want to focus on basketball, cool. But is home court slash field advantage still a thing in American professional sports. Yeah. In basketball, I feel more than ever now. Which, look one, at the Heat which, which sport has has it the most? Is it football? Yeah, I'd say football, in my opinion. I think football truly matters because you got to think about the travel and you have to think about other playing outside as well if you're accustomed to All certain right. conditions. I thought that was going to be the answer. Here's my thing, and I'm, taking this, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching this out. What is that going to look like in Vegas? Because everybody – and I was saying this when they were taking games in Mexico City, right, Sam? Before there was a team in Vegas. You know, go to Honolulu. I didn't think Vegas was going to be a landing spot, but keep it here in America. Go to a place that everybody wants to go to in the fall and in the winter. So if it's not Honolulu, every team that plays a game against the Raiders in that stadium, that fan base is going to grab every available ticket if they haven't already. My point is I don't know how much of a home field advantage the Raiders are going to have Versus some of the other teams in the NFL. Well, they got to establish themselves and do something first. Yeah. They're coming in there riding on what they did 20, 20 years ago. They no, need but to it's go, just, they go and they need to go and beat some folks. You're, you're right, but they you also know? have a because, they have that fan base though, like the Jets. There's a certain amount of teams that have just crazy fan bases because of who they are. Right, that, but they're not that anymore. That's why I'm saying they need to win in Vegas for the Vegas folks to really get on board with them. I mean, they're happy to have them right now. Is is this the is is the honeymoon? We're happy to have y'all here. It's wonderful to have mm-hmm. this nice new stadium. It's great. It's great. In a minute, they're going to say, okay, when y'all going to win something for us? You know, and, and that's when the Vegas people really take on and take on. And when we say right. Vegas people, it, it's almost like, you know, what we used to say about Atlanta. As, it, it's, as Atlanta grew over this last 15, 20 years, 
Most of the folks were from somewhere else. Right, right. right. So, that's so, the same thing with Vegas. But they got to come there and their team's got to win. That's the same thing's happened here. But you're bringing folks to Vegas that are going to keep alliances to the Giants and the Jets and, and, and the Cowboys that's and, the, and the Bears. That's happened here in Atlanta. I know, but we're talking about this particular place. That Atlanta I'm, doesn't have the playground Vegas has. I agree with you 100%. But the, Atlanta don't but have they, casinos. We got more, we got more st- but we got more people living here. Them people come there to visit. That's These people right. come here and all, stay. Well, that's all I'm talking that's about. That's different is, here. I'm just the talking about visiting. people come here and buy houses and stay. I'm not, again, not just, they're not just passing through. Agreed. I'm and talking about the ones that have, are passing through, but though. But that's why you have what we had. We just had the Boston Atlanta series where you saw a sprinkling of green. Where in the past, you would see like swatches of green in the playoff game between the Hawks and the Celtics. Yeah, I was about to say, home matters. It, home matters, home man. Home still matters. In, in, in a city yeah. like you're talking about Atlanta, you, Vegas is an island unto itself. Well, you guys know that? For now. Well, well, I'm because not talking they, about what's going to be in five years. Well, I'm talking about, about right now. That's about to change. Well, we'll see if it changes. You but know? all I know is that place has got a ton of people who live there, work I there, tell, tell from you somewhere what, else. You know what, though? The folks from somewhere else don't come out to the hockey games. They don't pack out the hockey games because that hockey team started there, it's come out, and it's been a hit right out of the box. Just like Atlanta point United. Taken. All right, just like Atlanta. Taken. It's been a hit. Right, and their fans are their fans. Now, you, ain't gonna find a, anyway. you ain't going to find a bunch of Boston yeah. Bruin folks coming in there taking over. You ain't going to find Edmonton folks or Detroit well, I, folks. You're not yeah, gonna I, find, I think you will you, because you, you, they still you, work you, there. People, no. they got all those casinos and them hotels there. Man. People come from everywhere to work been winning from the start, Greg. Let me make a challenge for you real quick before we go. Go ahead. And it has nothing to do about the the Vegas thing. We can we can continue that. If the Lakers win, you have to wear a LeBron James jersey. Man, I got no problem with that. And if, if I don't know who I you're going for, I don't hate the Lakers. We'll make a friendly friendly bet. Okay. No, no. But see, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with that. I'll put one on tomorrow. But you think I'm too high on them? I no. So that's why I'm like, let's, let's. I think you sound like a fan. There's nothing wrong with being a fan. I'm just stating the facts. They're the three. They have the third favorite title odds. They went from a hundred to one. How can a, how can how can that's pro- crazy? How can a projected Bet be a fact. Well, I mean the fact that those are the odds. <laughs> oh, okay. Because people with pay you some, put they bet money on those. Listen, God bless you. I don't have a problem with you, you know, doing a deep dive with the Lakers. I really don't. I like the Lakers. I like the Lakers. But these are the facts. Okay. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm just saying I don't believe Anthony Davis will sustain that level of play. That's Greg, all I'm saying. Greg, Greg, Greg. Yeah. You know, here in town, when the Lakers come to town and people go to Foot Locker and they get them jerseys, they keep the tag turned in mm-hmm. so the next day they can take them back. So we, we could we could, we could do that, man. That's what the folks do when the Lakers come to play here. They all get Put the, the thing on, and they turn the tag in. I got a spare and jersey the next too. Day they they take them back to the to the Foot Locker. Speaking especially of Foot Locker, if they, especially if they lose. I was getting fitted you know. the other day. Especially <laughs> 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 if they lose, they take them back the next day. Here, we didn't get none. We didn't spill that drink in it. You know, there we go. Okay, all right. Great advice. Let's pass it on to the kids. <laughs> Sam and Greg, moving into the 8 o'clock hour. We have got some more fun stuff. Listen, it's hockey time. You talked about the you know Vegas and their hockey team having a certain fan base. We're going to ask Sean Belisian about that. Hockey town comes south, and we're going to get an update on the NHL playoffs. Coming up about 20 minutes from now from Sean Belisian, WJR up in Detroit. But up next, there's some racing going on down in Miami. Going to talk racing, not just the F1, but what Atlanta Motor Speedway has coming up, NASCAR across the board. That is next. Sam and Greg. On this seventh day of May, Sunday morning, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com.